Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back. We hey are guys. back in action. And yes. welcome back to Uncomfortable Conversations with Chris and Gabby. I'm Kristen. I'm Gabby. <laughs> and as you know, we are here to help normalize the conversation about race. And we are in season two, episode eight. That's wild. <laughs> like, I still can't believe that. I mean... This is unreal. Like we're about to be six months into 2021, and that's that's even more wild. <laughs> yes, yeah. And what a roller coaster it has been, guys! What a roller coaster. Yes, and you know, we are here every other Monday. Our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, basically anywhere you can listen to a podcast. You can find uncomfortable conversations with Chris and Gabby. If y'all love an Android like I do, then go to Spotify. <laughs> Best. You don't have to have Apple. I just didn't have a PSA. You don't have to have Apple to be cool, guys. Don't listen to them. Don't buy into it. Okay, majority of the world. I wish we knew that percentage. Next time, uh-huh. I will be providing that. But <laughs> anywho, hey, in the news this week, um, we want to, you know, just let's talk about some current events and what's taken place recently. Uh, um, yeah, we have a big thing happened, Kristen. A really big thing that is actually... Um, this this sets the tone for a lot of change in the world. It's it's a small step, but it's in the right direction. So why don't you break that down for us? Yes. So as many of you know, Mr. Floyd, um, George Floyd was murdered, killed um, by Derek Chauvin. Um, <laughs> and he was convicted with three counts, y'all. Um, Guilty on all charges. All, three, all charges. And I don't know about you all, but I had not to my stomach the whole week because waiting to see what was going to happen um you know but I was thinking positive um Tamika Mallory who I love who advocates and champions for black lives um she was saying you know we're thinking positive we're speaking positivity we're thinking positive and I just prayers were answered um and I'm just so so grateful that unfortunately it's not justice right it's accountability, right. right? And I had to check myself because I was saying justice is served, but really it's accountability. I mean, if it didn't, I mean, we saw with Rodney King, so that happened, right? Where he, the people weren't convicted and that was on camera, but it was like this, there was no reason why this shouldn't take place. The one thing I did appreciate too was, and I heard, and I when I watched the news, they talked about the jury, right? And how diverse the jury was and how important diversity is. Because, again, you have different perspectives, different walks of life, and different people that can resonate for different reasons with the case. Yes. And so, and that shows the importance of when you're called for jury duty, you need to take that action. Like, I know a lot of us are like, if I get jury duty, I'll act like I can't go. But we need to do that so that we can see justice for people of color and women. That's really that's a really valid point, and I I haven't actually thought about it from a diversity standpoint of jury duty. But yeah, you're right. Have you ever done it? I've never even been asked. I was selected to kind of like first initially, but I never got asked. Reggie's made it all the way to my husband's made it all the way to the point of being there, but then they say no. So, really? Yeah. I mean, if well, you said they'll ask you simple questions, like if you say that you know they ask you a question, like that pertains to like are you going to be fair about something like some people mm-hmm. like I'm, if someone if they have like a, a bias then they, they yes. try to yeah yeah for sure you know, um, but did your one... phone did your phone blow up Girl. like during and right before i know i know mine did i mean i work at the news guys so we were like glued to this and then as soon as it was over my phone just like lit up like christmas yeah i was so and happy was one so of them happy. was Kristen. 
so happy, so happy. But I'll tell you this. The disappointing fact is we can't have 24 hours oh, yeah. without something Another else happening to the Black community. Um, and um, I don't know if you all have heard recently. Again, the other thing, the news calling her a woman when she's 15. I, I mean, this... Uh, Gabby, I don't know if you can speak to it. Did you Do you know anything about... Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I, so I, I think Kristen's addressing the inaccuracy in reporting that happened when this story broke. And yeah. from from a perspective of the media, I, I need to kind of just like clarify a little bit for people that aren't in this industry, because I think that I think that a lot of people sometimes believe that like the media will like intentionally release false information. And that's just like not the case. We are humans, reporters, journalists, um, you know, news gatherers, and we are subject to normal human error. And a lot of the times when it's breaking news, it's just that it's breaking. It's on the scene. We have that's where they have that little microphone in their ear. And a lot of times we don't even get access right away to like classified information, if at all. And we are getting sources together. We're getting like eyewitness accounts. Sometimes those eyewitness accounts are not accurate. Sometimes they're proven false later. You know, the timelines are ever shifting and our source and information that we gather is ever shifting. And so we have to adjust with the punches. And, you know, of course, every network really does try to have accuracy in reporting because we win awards for that. We, we actually, that's our whole goal. And we get fined we actually get fined if we report something that's like grossly inaccurate and the FCC actually, you know, calls it that calls down on us. We actually get fines. We have whole departments set up called standards that we have to run stories through and make sure we're using like correct verbiage and whatnot. And breaking news is a hard one to pen sometimes because it is just that it is breaking on the scene and we are learning as you're learning sometimes. And I know what you're about to say, Chris, it was, it was very, falsely reported on and I don't feel that that was ever that was literally non-intentional just from my perspective it was just more of we got bad information and we we reported on it and then we had to correct it later but they did correct it because we want to give accurate information you know we're not trying to be misleading but but there is a natural human error that happens sometimes yes and um that makes sense yeah definitely makes sense definitely makes okay. sense and I think that, you know, um, I did also want to acknowledge um, also FedEx um, employees in the FedEx community. I actually spoke at, um, so for those that don't know, in Indianapolis. Wait, wait, um, wait, really fast before we go. I don't think yeah, we said the name of what we were even just talking oh, about. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, okay. You were referencing Makaya yeah, Bryant, right, right. Makaya Bryant, um, a 15-year-old young lady, um, was fatally shot by a police officer um, when the police officer showed up on the scene of a brutal fight. Um, she did have a knife in her hand um, and was fighting two other teenagers and going after one of the teenagers. She did contact the police and that's why the police were on the scene. Um, and the and first, I went to, when he first got there in 30 <laughs> seconds, he shot her. He did taser. He did try to dilute the situation based off the body cam videos that were released. Um, and again, we couldn't have 24 hours of celebration without um, another life lost. Why are, we, why are we shooting to kill? Why? why, Listen, why are, uh, thing in the U.S. is so intense. I think I, think I saw something about like 10,000 U.S. citizens were murdered by the, not murdered, but were killed by police this year. 
Like every, that's wild to me. You say that stats to like other countries, they're like, what? <laughs> it's, it's it's wild that they shoot to kill, that they're not trained better in order to de- defuse the situation. Um, I, I just think we need better hires, more education, better training. And um, we need to not be okay with the police killing someone for petty crimes. Yeah. I'm not saying this was necessarily petty, but I'm just saying no one the deserves to die police, during, like, during a bad that- moment. You shouldn't hold people accountable and that you shouldn't try to defuse the situation. But what right. immediately you shoot a child. Justice um, for all. You yes. have to get to the justice part. If you get yes. shot dead before you even get a trial for that, then what's the point of having a constitution? We can go on for days, but we just want to, again, send condolences to her family. A child. A child. Uh, a child. Not an adult. Not a woman. A child. Um, so just, again, please stay protective, you know, with your families and try to continue to educate and bring awareness. And one of the things that I was in, um, we did a workshop our, at my full-time job, and the gentleman said, you can say that what happened to Makaya Bryant was not okay and there are still good cops. So, you know, you can say that, right? You can say, and you can think something is wrong and still like the police. You know, it does not mean that you cannot have both. And I think people right. confuse the two. Like you have to completely be against the police or you have to be right. completely- It's like they take yeah. a side mentality. Like yeah. what side it's are you on? It's, it's not and, that. And, yeah. And, and so um, again, we send our condolences and then we also can send our condolences for those that don't know that there was a mass shooting that took place here in Indiana um, and yes. one of the FedEx locations, ironically, two weeks prior, I spoke at FedEx, not the same location, mm. but I was on site and I was speaking to their um, employees. And when you go to FedEx, like it's easy to go into the parking lot for employees. That's where I parked. But to get into the facility, I had to go through a metal detector. Um, so... I just send out my condolences to those families that were impacted, uh, for those employees that were impacted, that lost a team member. Um, I think it was eight. It was eight people, wasn't it? Yes. Not only wow. that, though, but there are people hospitalized, like that you don't even hear about. You know, that are still yeah. in critical condition. So, you know, one of the things too is make sure you're reading up on what to do when things come about. Um, one of my employers recently right after talk to us about taking precautions so if someone is shooting don't run straight run at a diagonal um and also making sure that when um someone is shooting not to freeze to run and so that's why some of those individuals lost their lives they could have froze and they ran straight so just some small precautions to remind you all but we don't want to go on a tangent we do want to talk with you all and just wanted to you know acknowledge those recent events and again accountability is key and we are grateful grateful that the jury did see that that needed to be done for george floyd Uh, we can't bring his family back Um, we can't bring him back or take away the pain the family has had every single day being reminded and so we just send our condolences and let's actually take um 15 seconds just to have a moment of silence for those that have been killed this year due to any type of violence Well, thank you again um, for joining us. And we are going to talk about the business of the episode. Oh, we did it together. How cute. So we are shouting out Create Connect Collab. They are my tribe. 
you all. I am just so, so excited to talk about Create, Connect, Collab. So Create, Connect, Collab, purpose and vision is to create, connect, and collab. It's encouraged those to push through their fears and to make ish happen. They provide creatives, leaders, and entrepreneurs in the community accountability, resources, and connections to make ish happen. And guess what? I am part, I'm an ambassador for Create Connect Collab. It's made up of three amazing women. Starla, um, she teamed up with Martina and Lativa. And Martina is extremely creative and she's very savvy at marketing skills. Um, and then they have Lativa, who's simply the best. She's full of energy. She has tough love and wisdom. And Starla is a jack of all trades. She is the founder. She's the one that had the vision. So all three ladies are the fabric of Create Connect Collab. And those are my tribe. And so they have a community of women that I am part of. And they have helped me with my business. They have helped me flourish as an entrepreneur and just feeling empowered as a woman. And so I had to give them a shout out. Give it, say are, their names again. Say them again. Say it okay, loud. Here's so your shout have out. Create Go. Connect Collab. We have Starla. We Starla have K. Mathis. Hey. Yes. She is a previous uh, Black Business of the episode. Yep. We have Martina Jackson and Lativa Woodford. And so I am just so grateful for these ladies. Make sure you go follow them. Their website is createconnectcollab.com. And then their Instagram is createconnectcollab. So make sure you go follow them. Again, they're doing amazing work. They're empowering women. I mean, they've helped us learn how to take great pictures in lighting, understanding the SEOs, understanding how to um, really use like it and then know it and benefiting from different businesses. So they are a great organization that are helping women just do make ish happen. So never underestimate the benefits and the strength of a good business connection and a good uh, just hookup when it comes to your friends and the support that you give, the support that they share. It's so good to like immerse yourself when it comes to people who are up and on the rise. You can learn from them. You watch them. You you try to emulate their, you know, vibe and their energy because we all want to get there, guys. And so always support your friends. We love these shout outs because a lot of these people we know and we're always looking for new awesome places. So send us a note. Shoot us a little, you know, side thing if you want us to shout out somebody that you know that's a black owned business that needs a bit of love you know that we're in the podcast world that we would be happy happy to showcase them awesome love it love it love it yes we would and so let's talk about what we're talking about today gabby so one of our focuses is talking about how diverse is the world versus your world <laughs> and I like how this ties in with what Kristen said earlier about jury duty, how, you know, it's so important to have diversity on the jury duty. Why? Because it brings in different perspectives. So we're going to talk today about like how diverse basically is is your world. You know, I, we want to talk about like what you immerse yourself in. What do you expose yourself to? What do you not expose yourself to? Why? Why not? Different things like that. But this is a really interesting self-reflection conversation that we just want to have with you guys. And so um I think Kristen should start it off by just kind of, we're going to only talk about the United States for now, because when we go to the world, it just becomes very, very detailed stats and a bit convoluted. So we're going to start, stay with um, United States for now. But Kristen, I wanted you to give the breakdown of the current uh, racial diversity that we have in the States. Yes. And so we decided to actually use another resource that has the most updated. Normally, I recommend that you use the census, but we haven't had the census in 10 years. So that's going to be coming soon. But we want to make sure we give you all the most updated information. So when you look at the makeup of the United States, white is 60.1%. So that's non-Hispanic. 
And then Hispanic slash Latinx is 18.5%. Black is 12.2%. Asian is 5.6%. So that is the makeup of the United States as of December 2020. And you know, that's ever changing, guys. And I'm actually excited to see how that changes with the census. Um, I do have a quick... I have a quick question for Kristen to see if she knows this because this kind of made, I didn't know this. So I thought this was interesting. Kristen, of all the 50 states, which state do you think is home to the largest share of Asian populations at 39%? Ooh. 39%. Um, San Francisco? Like, oh, no, state. That Um, is not a state. (laughs) Sorry. Don't judge. I haven't had enough coffee. Grace, I give you grace. No, ma'am, it is actually Hawaii. Well, there you go. Right, there and it's all the all the the Japanese immigrants that came from the war, and thirty nine percent guys. That's and so if think about it, if you lived in Hawaii, what would you be exposed to when it's almost wow. half of an Asian population? So it, it's all about what you allow yourself to be, what you what you allow exposure type of exposure into your world and we really do have a hold on that guys like we actually control that and um i I think people get a little bit too comfortable sometimes in their environment that they've created and kind of you know built up and so there's actually this experiment called the bead experiment that i thought was really interesting and um i'm just going to kind of break down what the experiment was because you can follow along with the experiment in your head you don't actually have to physically do it but what this experiment was, was they had a bunch of beads that they arranged by color and they put all of the colors together in a plastic cup. And so then the moderator was asking the participants of this study, all right, guys, I want you to first select a bead that um, most accurately represents your ethnicity. You know, so for me, I would pick a white bead and Kristen would pick a black bead. All right. And so the moderator continues. He says, "Okay, great. Now I want you to select a bead that most closely represents the ethnicity of your significant other. Okay. Um, Visualize what you would pick and so on and so on. He says, select a bead that represents the ethnicity of your closest friend, the ethnicity of your doctor, of your dentist, of your teacher, of your mentor, Mm -hmm. of the type of entertainment that you expose yourself to, of the your favorite author, you know, your friends, your social circle, your church. So this goes on and on and on, guys. Basically, anyone that you have in your inner circle, what you expose yourself to. I'm going to use the word expose a lot, FYI. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the beads that you've collected after that experiment, guess what? I'm swimming in a sea of white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, that's just, that is, I have a white doctor. I, I had never, I, I have a white dentist. I, I, my, most of the entertainment I watch is, is, is white. My, I, I, I do have, uh, you know, different yeah, friendships, of friends. Though, when it comes friendships, to friends, yeah, that's, you do, you're, but, you're definitely diverse. But the majority, and I want everyone to think of like, what, what color was their majority? Because it really does represent your world in a sense. And so I, I didn't even really think of the fact that I kind of probably naturally choose a white doctor. I don't know why. Um, I, I think if I walk into the doctors uh, or, oh, you know, good point. Uh, yeah. Middle Eastern, when you look at the thing about doctor makeup um, and Gabby, I'll say when I did this, I've done this exercise um, sometimes when I present and I did it when the first time I did it was like it hit home and I was like, 
most of my people were white, except for what? when it went. <laughs> and so I had to sit back and be like, okay. Why was I that been- so funny to me? I don't know why. <laughs> because the majority of the world, that's why, right? So mm. what I did was I intentionally took the initiative to be intentional about seeking out diverse people that I spend my money with in organizations and services that I receive. So that's now, what it's about, guys. It's about making a decision and being intentional with your yes. movement and your actions, 1,000%. Yes. So now my doctor is Melody Eastern. Um, my dentist is black. All, it's a black, all-black office. Um, and then my vision... Um, doctor is as a, a diverse ethnicity I don't want to identify because I'm not sure but I so I was very intentional of making sure the people that I saw all the time had some diversity there so yeah yeah so uh, again and then even thinking about my neighborhood so my neighborhood if you think about your neighbors my neighbors are is diverse so I have Hispanic Latin X to my left and then I have black and white to my right and throughout my neighborhood, I have seen every single um, culture that we that we talked about the percentages with Asian, Black, White, and Hispanic. Right. And I mean, that's, see, and guys, I think that that right there leads us into, you know, how can you, what, like, the, how can you actually measure um, your circle? And we just did that experiment. But then now it comes to the question of why is it important? Why is yeah. this important, guys? Why is it important to have diversity in your world, in your circle? Like, Kristen, give us some like key bullet points of why this is actually really helps you grow as a human and why it's important. Well, one of the key things, too, is it gives you a different perspective, right? Um, and you're really able to learn and grow from those perspectives, right? So, for instance, um, one of my friends, close friends, her name is Lucal Matuka. Her family is from Hey, Lucal. She's yes, Aries. Lucal. Yes, and she, um, she, her family is from Congo. I, the first time I tried African food was from her family, um, and had get, I was able to get again expand and have a richer life experience by learning about their culture, even certain things from like the way that she was raised and how she was really taught to really about finances and budgeting because they are very frugal with their money when it comes to their culture. So those are things that I was able to really learn from her. And then growing acceptance, right? And kind of diminishing what discrimination. So like things that I may have had perceptions about. I had a bias where I just would ask Hispanic people how they made guacamole. And I recognize like, why are you asking that? If someone asks me, I'm black, how do you make chicken? How do they know I know how to make chicken? Just because I'm part of that culture doesn't mean I don't go buy it. Doesn't mean I know how to cook it. So again, it brings you awareness of being caught, catching those biases. And because I had people in my life that are part of that community, I was able to kind of acknowledge that and apologize for that. And it was a lesson learned for me. So again, you become a better global citizen. Like you just Mm. really become more productive. I think about the diversity that I have in my life and even in diversity of thought and how it's helped me grow as an individual and grow from learning about their cultures and their um, traditions and the things that they do that I want to make part of my family's traditions and creating Mm -hmm. my family's roles, not getting caught up on what was taught to me, but what I'm learning. So I definitely love, 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 and think it's so valuable to understand the value. And you don't get the same thing all the time. So diversity is so key. Right. And and even from a corporate standpoint, um, productivity increases. Because when you have have diversity on your team, what do you have? You have different 
perspectives that are all co- trying to collaborate and you're just going to end up with a better product. This is a positive for everyone because this actually affects the economy ultimately, you know, when it comes full circle. So you want to be sure and um, not only be like having one perspective when you're working on anything really, it's how you even view a problem can be viewed differently based on your culture. So that's important too. So in the workplace, that's a thing. I think all of this just basically leads us into it's a richer life experience. Like what Krista was saying, you become a global citizen, you know, and I, I, I'm a big advocate for travel and exposing yourself to different things. And yeah, you do really go with that. Thank you. And I, and there's I've learned a lot. There's been things that I probably didn't react to properly, but the only thing you can do is, you know, check grow yourself. <laughs> right. You grow and learn. You do better the next time, guys, you know. And I think some some questions to ask yourself, just just quickly, like besides the beat experiment, but other things that you can kind of um question if it's what like question what's actually happening in your life you know are do you socialize with people you can relate to only people you can relate to you know people who think like you do you only socialize with people who look like you um do you go out of your way to make friends with people who have like different perspectives beliefs cultural backgrounds like what Kristen said like she actually sought that out because she wanted that exposure she wanted to learn and then she has learned she's been enriched from it and she's even trying to bring some of you know her experience with that into her own life so it it just helps you grow as a human and um those friendships you never know they could be the most (laughs) deepest that you have uh you know and like i think sometimes people are maybe nervous if they Say you go to a place, you know, someone's house and they cook you a very, you know, cultural type food. Say it's super spicy and it's ingredients you've never heard of before. What do you do? You know, don't be scared. Rule number one. Rule number two, be respectful. (laughs) Don't be like, oh my God, what is this? And I've definitely been around people who have done things like that. And I cringe. They don't. I always wonder, how are they not cringing? How do they think this is okay? (laughs) But uh, always just be respectful. It's different. If you want to try it, I think you should but if you are actually you know have some hesitations be respectful about your you know declining it in some way but just make sure it's try your hardest not to offend someone that's always what we're here for just try and remember to just go out of your way to educate yourself on world news key issues international laws international news that's happening you know that also attributes or sorry contributes to you becoming a global citizen because when you are educated about what's happening outside of your circle outside of your country and you know you're able to actually connect with a person from a different cultural background that's say from a different country because you if you're up to date and you stay read on things that are happening in the world you can have that conversation with them you know it's just another way to bond with someone really agree a hundred percent um and i think those were great examples gabby why don't you give us one more example chris um so another thing you can do is like making sure you're diversified like trying something new a new thing a day, right? So maybe inviting someone to have a coffee catch up virtually or a happy hour with someone that maybe has a different perspective than you, or you can visually see differently, um, or someone that you really want to learn more about because maybe they identify with a group, whether that's the LBGTQ plus or they're a veteran or they're black and you're white or they're Asian, like trying to really kind of get to know something, someone new is something one way you can go about just trying something new in your day, but going about it, that's an example of having coffee catch ups or a happy hour virtually with someone that you don't know and you can learn something from them. It's all about that one step and taking that step and trying something new. 
even if it's like trying a new genre of music, a new yeah. way to commute to work, go a different route, learn something about your city, it's supporting a new business, go to a different place for coffee, you know, go to, to trying a new cuisine, things Support like that. Support a local business. Like, right. Yeah. Talking to that coworker that you've never like introduced yourself to and yeah. stuff like that, you know, don't be scared to try new things. It's going to enrich your life. It helps you to learn and educate yourself on what's happening around you. And it's not just about you and you know your world becomes bigger and trust me that's an enriching and positive experience a hundred percent and so we hope that we have given you some tips on how to diversify your world and why it's important we realize that we both can always improve in this no one's perfect at this and so we just encourage you to think about something new you're going to do share it with us on our instagram page we'll be having this in our story so we'll love to hear what is something new that you try to diversify your world well let's move on to one of the new things that we're doing which is rapid fire questions and it's my turn to ask gabby i love these okay i'm so ready i love getting to know like it's like we get to know each other or know the answer already so gabby how do you start your day i immediately wake up open my laptop and and go to the list my to-do list that I made the night before and have timed out with bullet points. <laughs> so I know exactly what I need to be doing. Awesome. Okay. I OTD. was going to say I start with yoga. That's what I thought you were going to say. Oh Lord. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So um, what is a must have in your purse? My chapstick. I feel like keys. my keys. Cause I lose my keys all the time. So okay. I, I triple check that I have my keys all the time. Okay, two more. Where was the best vacation you've ever taken? Bali, hands down. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> um, and then last one. What is your favorite dessert? Chocolate cake. <laughs> just, just cake. I'm, just, I'm just such cake, a fatty. Cake, cake. Just feed me. Oh my God, give me all the cake. We love our food. We are foodies. Well, that is a little more about Gabby. We've learned. I learned some things that I had wrong. So that was exciting. We appreciate you spending this time with us and continuing to have uncomfortable conversations so that we can normalize the conversation about race. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you learned something and we will talk to you next time. Cheers.